we like to dedicate this episode to the memory of George Floyd. On May 25th, while being handcuffed and laying face down on a city street during an arrest, a white Minneapolis police officer kept his knee on the right side of his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, two minutes and 53 seconds of which occurred after Floyd became unresponsive. George's death is just the latest in a string of deaths of African-Americans by the hands of those sworn to serve and protect us. We hope that all officers that were involved in this horrendous crime be charged, prosecuted, and most importantly, convicted. Our most heartfelt condolences go out to the friends and family of George Floyd and every single person that has lost a loved one to corrupt police officers. Hey, you are now listening to the That's Why We're Single podcast featuring DB, Ellie to the Owen, and Raven A. Listener discretion is strongly fucking advice. Keep your head up, right? Keep your head up, uh. Staying focused on my grind, I ain't got time for nothing. PD and Leon is on the line, what's up? We got Dre on the way, yeah, we shine like summers. And the times done change. It's hard to really know who you can trust when it come to love or lust. Yeah, the homies go back, way back, like back in 92. It's up like blue. What's good, everyone? This is your man, DB. Unfortunately, the fellas aren't here this week. Um, we tried to record an episode this week, but just with everything that was going on and news breaking as we were recording, it just wouldn't have been right for you guys to, you know, get a, a piss poor show. And it just, with everything that's going on in the world, it just wasn't the time for that kind of episode. So um, instead of you know, bringing you guys some advice on relationships. What we wanted to do is we wanted to do something different this week. Um, And what we wanted to do this week was to bring in a guest to help us to go and I guess work through what we're all going through right now. Um, Obviously, if you're living under a rock, we are talking about uh, the George Floyd uh, incidents. Um, first off, starting with his, his brutal murder um, by a police officer having his uh, knee on his neck. And it's even difficult for me to even talk about it still. Um, but, you know, and just all of the aftermath that we're, we're experiencing right now, we're recording this Sunday night. Um, most of the major cities in America have been uh, placed on a curfew here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, We have a curfew starting in about an hour. My hometown of Chicago is literally being looted um, like crazy right now. They have a curfew that's starting in about an hour as well too. Um, It's just just a crazy time that we're living in right now. So what we wanted to do was to, to bring someone on that could help us to work through our feelings and work through our thoughts. And who else better to uh, bring on the show than our resident psychologist? Uh, but, the, but the title that I would like to uh, give her is my bae. 
um, <laughs> Dr. Maria or Maria Houston, the, the, the infamous Maria that you guys have been uh, hearing about on previous shows. Um, you want to say something, babe? I was just saying, I'm real. Yes, you are real. Uh, for those that uh, don't know, um, she is a a registered psychologist. Um, she has her own independent program and works uh, in a juvenile facility here in one of the uh, cities here in Ohio. Um, I'm not going to, uh, you know, talk about her too much. I would give her an opportunity to to introduce herself. So without further ado, um, I give you guys Dr. Maria Houston. Hey, guys. Um, man, I have uh, since dating the infamous DB learned about this podcast. And it's something that I'm very um proud of and so to the to the fellas uh leon and dre with a um i look forward to kind of the opportunity to all be together um but i'm just i'm uh, i feel very privileged to have the opportunity to kind of come on this platform um because they've been doing some big things you know i know we're here to kind of talk about pretty pretty serious things but um you know you got to give your roses while you can so um, shout out to This Is Why We're Single. So thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Um, really quick before we get into, you know, the topic. Um, yeah, she's talking about uh, we were actually featured in an article in the Columbus Dispatch, which is one of the biggest newspapers, if not the biggest newspaper, in all of Ohio, uh, which has been voted the best newspaper, I believe, six years running. So shout out to the Columbus Dispatch for featuring us last week. Um, we greatly appreciate it. Thank you for giving us the opportunity. Um, Bay, you want to go ahead and tell them a little bit about yourself, your background, uh, what makes you you know, qualified to talk to about mental issues or, or psychological issues that we're going through? Sure. Um, so again, my name is Dr. Maria. Um, that's sort of the brand. Um, but at the end of the day, my name is Maria Houston. Um, I am born and raised here in Columbus, Ohio, Southeast side. Um, I always like to say that I'm a product of Columbus City Schools. Uh, shout out Eastmore uh, graduate. Um, but that's actually where I discovered the field of psychology and began to kind of do my own research and learn that um, I have family members that suffered from mental illness um, one of my family members actually committed suicide. So um, really from that, from that moment, that day forward, I never really looked back. And I've just kind of fell in love with the idea of wanting to help people um, manage things that affected us emotionally, behaviorally, um, spiritually, all of the above. So um yeah, so I am a, a psychologist licensed here in Ohio. Um, as as my bae said, I do have a private practice and then I work for the state. Um, but really for real, I'm just I'm just trying to do my part. I'm trying to live in purpose and um, you know, heal one person at a time for real, because um I really don't think that anyone should have to suffer in silence. So no. So, yeah. All right. It's time to speak up. 
Yes, it is definitely time to speak up and, and, you know, especially in the African-American community, mental health is something that we don't take seriously. What we're going through right now, arguably is one of the most traumatic events that we have ever went through in our lifetimes. When we talk about everything that's going on around us, um, you know, the COVID-19 in addition to uh, what's going on right now. It's it's just it's just a hell of a time to be alive. Mm-hmm. These are the things that these are the stories that you read in your history books um, that you would think would never, ever happen to you in your lifetime or, or things you've said or things you believe. But here we are, 2020, um, we're, we're suffering through riots all over the country. And I would say all over the world, too, as we have brothers and sisters in places like London that are uh, protesting as well, the injustices that are happening here in America. Um, We are still in the midst of a pandemic with the COVID-19. So it's just, it's just a crazy time to be alive. And I know that going through all of these things and having all of these things on your plate, in addition to the everyday struggles that we all have to go through as most of our cities or some of our cities have either fully opened back up or in the process of opening back up and that anxiety that we have as far as returning back to work or returning to, and I say this in quotation marks, normality or or returning back to normal. I don't want to butcher that word. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of questions that you know, we have on our minds. And so it's, it's, it's best that it's great that I have Maria in my life. So, um, and it's just ironic that everything is going on the way it is, but I definitely wanted to bring her on to talk to you guys, to give you guys some tips, to give you guys some ways to handle everything that's going on. Um, me personally, I, I feel like it's, it's affecting me in, in, in two cities, you know, as I, live here in Columbus, Ohio, and are going through the protests. And shout out to everybody on the, the, the front lines protesting. Um, they're they're, they're doing, a, doing an amazing job bringing awareness to this. And we pray for their safety. Um, you know, we pray for the safety of those good cops that are out there that truly um, are there to serve and protect. We know there are, um, I don't want to say a few, but there are a lot of bad apples um, that we have seen in the past couple of days, either through video or testimonies that are instigating and uh, instigating and starting violence. We have people that are down there that um, are simply looting, um, not there for the protest, not there for the advancement, um, not there for the, the purpose of the protest. Um, and I definitely like to differentiate them from the protesters and call them what they are, looters. Um, but it's, 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 it's hard as you go through that, you know, in one city and then being from Chicago and just getting all the news as far as neighborhoods that I vividly know and businesses that I vividly have been to are being burned down, um, to the ground. They're being looted. Um, they are being taken under siege. Um, I have friends that work in places like sneaker places, and those are the first places that it seems like our community wants to go when it goes to looting. Um, And, you know, all of the sneaker shops on the south side of Chicago have been pretty much ransacked. 
Um, it's, it's, you know, I pray for my, I pray for all of my friends and my family safety back home in Chicago as well too. Uh, I'm still waiting on word. I have a, a lot of friends that are actually uh, policed in Chicago and um, one actually posted something that he's headed to the hospital with someone else. I don't know if it's because he's been injured or the officer has been injured or whatever the case is, but um, hopefully I get some good news on that and, and nothing too serious. But I mean, like I said, like these are some trying times that we are, we're definitely going through. So I'm going to, you know, start the conversation right now with Maria and, you know, I just, you know, want you to be open and honest and, and help us go through it. Cause we're, we're all, we're all going through something right now, Bay. So I think the, the, I think the first question that I want to ask you um, is, you know, is it, is it okay to feel this way? Is it okay to have some type of uncertainty when it comes to uh, whatever's going on, what, all of this that's going on? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, even you said, you know, kind of bringing me on to talk about this, um, kind of giving my, you know, my training and educational background, but, you know, I'm experiencing it, you know, real time as well. Um, so, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I encourage people to, um, to acknowledge their feelings and to be mindful of them, um, not to ignore them. Um, I think ignoring them would be extremely unhealthy. Um, but you said, you know, a few minutes ago that we're in a time where even in the history books, I don't know if we could say there was a pandemic going on in addition to a race war. Mm -hmm. Right. It's kind of like, well, which one do we pay attention to? Right. right? Like, because it's really, it's really both. Right. right? Like, like I want to go down and protest, but yet the Corona is still very much alive. Absolutely. You know, I think, I think a lot of us have forgotten that, um, that we see these protests and, you know, people are definitely not adhering to social distancing and COVID-19 is still a thing that we have not solved yet. Like, right. I think we were just talking earlier about, you know, people wanting to take a stand and like not go to work, you know, like hit them, you know, financially. And I, trust me, I'm all for the calls, you know, collectively, you know, with a plan and some, you know, something responsible. But just a week ago, we, you know, I was just, you know, thanking God for just having a job because, you know, of the the impact of the coronavirus. And so it's like, you know, well, now you can't go to work because, you know, we want to take a stand. So um, so there's a lot of emotions running high. Um, it's definitely OK to have them. And it's OK to not be OK. Right. Like it's OK if for a few hours, for a day or so that it's just you're just not feeling it. Like give yourself grace, give the people around you some grace and, you know, let them kind of have that moment, you know, certainly don't stay there. Um, but definitely mourn. you know, um, yesterday, um, maybe I don't even know if I told you this, but like, I like went for a walk and kind of sat by the water and I just cried. Like I really just cried and like, but it felt good though. You know, um, I didn't know these people personally, but 
you know, I'm sad for my people. Like I'm afraid for you and, you know, other, you know, everyone else, black men, black boys. Um, So yeah, we definitely got to, we have to feel, Mm -hmm. right? We have to feel because um, then we get into some scary territory, right? Of becoming numb and, and not possibly living in reality. Right. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's that opening of Pandora's box that I think a lot of people, you know, when it comes to mental health um, are are scared to open because there's so many things um, that have affected us, um, whether we realize it or not in the black community that kind of has has shaped us the way um, that we are today. I tell people all the time, um, you know, there's a lot of socioeconomical issues that have plagued the black community to where these rioters, even though I'm not, I'm by no means condoning it, but, you know, I see it as a cry for help. Um, You look at Chicago, for instance, where Chicago is one of the most segregated cities in America, if not the most segregated city in America. You look at the lack of equal education between neighborhoods that are predominantly black, predominantly brown, predominantly white. There are vast, vast, vast uh, differences when it comes to the amount of money that's pumped into the educational system. You look into the amount of jobs that are available um, in those neighborhoods as well too. You look at the amount of resources that are available to to those residents of those neighborhoods. Um, You think about things like that where in a black neighborhood, you know, and I didn't even think about this. I think I don't know if I was talking to you or someone else, but I was thinking how if I wanted to get a fresh apple from the house I grew up in you know, majority of my life on the South side of Chicago, if I wanted to get a fresh apple or a fresh banana, I had to get in my grandmother's car and ride about two miles. But in that same distance, in that same amount of, that same amount of space, that same travel, I would have passed five or six grocery stores, not necessarily grocery stores, but like convenience stores that sell nothing but junk food and, you know, pop and, 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 and stuff that's not healthy for you. You know, so that those are the things that you see in a black community versus our, you know, white counterparts that, you know, have access to things like fresh food, you know, fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. Um, They have, you know, up to date resources in their in their schools. Like it's it's a vast difference. Like it's it's such a difference. Yeah, Um, for sure. So um, I, I appreciate you definitely, definitely working with me on this. Like I said, this is this is probably the most difficult show that I've ever recorded uh, for the podcast. I remember the first one being extremely nervous and kind of working through my fears. But just with everything that's going on, I think that this is kind of just just hard to open up and and talk about this, but we're gonna we're gonna work through it together, Bay. What? So, well, why do you think? Why do you feel like it's it's hard to talk about? 
I just think it's hard because transparent because I don't think you're the only one. Right. Uh, absolutely. It's because I guess we are constantly living this. You know, there there's there's such a sense of not knowing what's going to happen. There's such a there's such a sense of you know, we've been here before, we've seen this dance before and nothing's happened. Um, and I think just reliving, um, reliving the experiences over and over again, like mm-hmm. just adding on, you know, George's name on to the countless others that have been murdered by police, um, you know, over the course of the, over the course of the last few years and for, you know, the majority of them to not be prosecuted. You know, like I said, being arrested, being charged is a completely different thing than actually being convicted. And we're not seeing enough convictions um, on these 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 wrongful deaths that the police are are doing. So, I mean, it's 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 just hard, you know, and I mean, me personally, for my own mental health, I've not watched the video. I, I still have not seen the video of George Floyd. Um, yeah, um, I don't even want to, I don't want to, um, I forget most recently what video there was and I refuse to watch that as well too, is because I know by watching that, um, you know, it's not going to be good for my mental health. It's not going to be good for my, my psyche. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I, I, I personally cannot sit there and watch another man die, you know, not even just another black man, but just a man in general. You know, the fact that, you know, he had his knee on his neck for nine minutes, of which two of those minutes he was unconscious. Like, you hear these things and it's just like, nobody, I don't want to watch that. And and I think that's okay that I don't want to watch that. Absolutely. Right, like... Um, it's called setting a boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think we have to be okay with that, right? Like, we have to be okay with saying, you know, I'm choosing not to watch the video or, hey, you know, I really don't want to have this conversation right now or, you know, I, I'm going to step out of the conversation right now. Um, that's absolutely okay, right? We have to set boundaries for ourselves, that's just like self-care, right? It's mm-hmm. not it's not selfish, you know, just because they both start with S, you know, self-care is not being selfish. Um, it's being smart, it's being proactive. And so I think by not watching the video or, you know, um, if you choose not to protest or you choose not to, you know, have um, extended conversations about it, I think you're being proactive and protecting, um, like you said, protecting um, yourself from potentially being traumatized or, you know, um, because these things are anxiety provoking, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So you're you're almost like preventing some of these things from happening. Um, And that's why I tell people like you, you can prevent, you know, some mental illness, right? Like you can, you can prevent, um, you know, you going into almost like a panic attack um, by guarding yourself from some things. So um, I'm glad that you're doing that. I'm doing that as well. Um, I have not watched the video, 
um, and I have no intentions on watching it. I think right. reading it and hearing about it is enough. Uh, I have a pretty decent imagination. So, um, you know, I can only imagine. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I'm seeing on social media a lot from our community, the African-American community, is they are asking their non-Black friends just for, I guess, acknowledgement that this is happening. Um, we, we, we joke a lot and we say that people are invited to the cookout. Right. I know you heard that expression a thousand times. Yeah. People are invited to the cookout. And these people that have, you know, and these are we're, we're talking about celebrities right now. These people that have made a killing off of the African-American community, whether that be our music, whether it be our culture, whether it be our fashion, um, are now silent when it comes to issues like this and has been and have been silent on issues that have been similar to this in the past. I think right now with everything that's coming to a head, um, a lot of the people are out there and they want their um, non-black friends, even their, you know, their, their friends that are of color that are not black to just say something and, and acknowledge that, you know, this is not right. And Sometimes it feels like it's falling on deaf ears, mm-hmm. you know. So how do we work through that where it seems like we're screaming for help, we're screaming for attention, we're screaming for acknowledgement, and the people that we quote-unquote call our friends aren't saying a word? Yeah, yeah um, that's tough and, and that's heavy because um, a few things. When I think about um, diversity and competency, um, you know, cultural competency, um, it's the idea that um, us as minorities, um, we don't necessarily have the power, if you will, right? We don't, we don't hold the privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need the individuals who have the privilege to relinquish some of that, right? Um, And so I think we have gotten to a place where um, we're angry, um, but still, I think, sophisticatedly um, asking for help, right? Asking them to relinquish some of that um, power privilege um, you know, to be an ally. And um, even as a psychologist, I'm a woman of faith. And so I've had to learn over the years of practicing, um, how do I marry the two? And in uh, this kind of situation, um, it's not to get, let them off the hook by no means. <laughs> do not get my words uh, misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we kind of have to give them some grace in a sense um, I trust me again, I get that, you know, we're angry. I'm angry, right? I want them to do something or to acknowledge it. Um, but just as we're kind of finding ourselves in situations of the unknown, 
Um, I think they're experiencing a bit of that as well. Um, you know, there is a such thing as guilt. And so at times, you know, even as a child and they feel guilty, not sure, you know, what to do with that. Um, so um, I like to think that from a empathic stance that there are some, um, you know, that are willing to speak out and stand up and be a part. And then there's others that I don't know if they have a clue, right? Or they don't know kind of what to do, right? What that looks like. Do they put a post out? Do they like your post? Do they say I'm with you? Or, you know, like, what does that look? That's that's very foreign territory to them, right? And then if they do side with you, what does that mean for them, right? To relinquish that privilege and power. Mm-hmm. Um, but. But I think for um, for black people, for people of color, for my people, um, I think we we continue to um, uh, ask for their help, right? But at the same time, um, we are stronger together. We are a collective people. We are resilient people, um, and so I think if we kind of focus our energy there. Right. Focus our energy really on being united, because think about the times where we have come together. Um, it's so powerful. Right. It's so beautiful. And so um, maybe we we model that for them. Right. Um, and we just we, we do what you know, what we can do. We control what we can control. It's, it's frustrating for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I can't people can't expect things to shift, right? This has to be a dramatic shift overnight. Right. You know, I just don't think that's, that's not realistic, but I mean, I get it. You know, I have um, Caucasian friends, people I've studied with and, um, you know, lived with and, you know, call friends. Um, and it would be my hope that they stand with me. Um, but if not, the marathon continues, right? Right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, this is this is something, this is a conversation, this is a fight that is not going to end, you know, next week or next month. Like, right. this is going to, this is, this is, we're in it for the long haul. So my hope is to, encourage those individuals to come along the fight for justice. Mm-hmm. I definitely, definitely agree. Like I, I think we put so much faith in people, unfortunately that we get disappointed at times, um, you know, and, and I think that's when whatever higher power you call to, uh, whether you call them God, Yahweh, um, you know, that's who you need to have a conversation with. And that's who you need to get acceptance with because man will always fail you. Man will, will disappoint you. And, you know, if you put your cards in that basket, I think that, you know, you're looking to set yourself up for failure. Um, you know, and I, I appreciate, you know, a couple, I had actually had a couple of, of, of people reach out to me and ask me, was I okay? Mm-hmm. Like, 
and those and, and those were people that were were not uh that were that were they were they were white and it like blew my mind you know because these are people that i don't necessarily may speak i may not necessarily speak to them on an everyday basis or hell every week or every month basis but the fact that they reached out to me i was just like what do you need like they weren't you know asking how could they help or anything like that or why are we protesting or or why are we looting or nothing like that like what do you need db and that like was so therapeutic so i get I get the feeling and I get that rush when someone, you know, listens to you, especially, uh, you know, a person not of color, you know, I, I greatly, I, I get it. But, you know, there are some of us that are, that are pissed off with, with your silence as well on the other side as well too. So. Um, but I'm pissed off with the black people tearing up the black businesses. Like, well, I mean, we're, that was going to be the next question. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So it, it goes all around for, for the pissed off. Let's see. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of pissed off I mean, people yeah. around. Yeah. We gonna, that's cool. We, I, um, Leon and Dre will tell you all the time. I make up a whole bunch of stuff. So, <laughs> yes. you know, and there's well, stuff. I'm, that, a, I'm an avid listener, you know? Right, I know. Well, they've never heard of um, they've never heard of never look a gift horse in the mouth. So yeah, yeah. I, I laugh at that every time. Yeah, <laughs> so I think they're sheltered, but you know it is what it is. Like, all right, we so don't talk about them, they're not here. Right, so uh, it's funny. Like I said, we talked about um, the looters and the protesters, um, and that was going to be my next topic because um, I think. Another issue that we're facing in African-American community is the frustration of all of the looting that's going around. Um, you know, there, there's been nothing but constant, constant looting for the last, you know, since Thursday across various cities in America, uh, whether it be um, the madness that's going on in Chicago that has been going on in Chicago all freaking day whether it be the incidents that have happened here um, in Columbus, Ohio, whether there have been the incidents happening in Louisville, Kentucky, where Breonna Taylor was, um, the incidents in Atlanta where the CNN uh, center has been, uh, was, was kind of like trying to be taken over and, think, and, 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 and such. Like, we are frustrated with the looters just as much as our Caucasian friends are, or people that are looking for an excuse to, uh, I guess, an excuse to, I guess, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To downplay the seriousness of what's going on with um, the situation that happened with, with previous, the, the, more, the most recent situation that happened with George and I think that's an excuse for a lot of the naysayers to turn the conversation either to change the narrative or to change it to some type of political propaganda for an excuse for them to uh, blame it on Democrats or whatever the case is. I personally think that um, there are three types of people that are attending these these events. OK, there's your protester. These are the ones that are having the signs that are, you know, out there. They're chanting, 
you know, they're, they're peacefully protesting. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing, and they are um, exercising their First Amendment rights. Mm-hmm. Then you have the looters. Um, these are the people that literally are coming down there to uh, break into things, break things, steal things, you know, absolutely not condoning that. But there's also a th- there's also a third person that's down there that I like to call the instigator. All right. And so with a lot of these incidents that have been happening across the country, there have been multiple reports of people that um, aren't even necessarily African-American or black, but are coming down there to egg on people that are black um, to start rioting. Uh, There was actually an article that was posted earlier in the Columbus Dispatch where the Columbus Police Department is looking for um, a person um, that has been paying people to break into stores. What? Yes. Yes, wow. it was. A, yes. So um, the person is of Caucasian descent. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, the 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 language that we use, I think, going forward is so critical as far as helping to keep the story where it's supposed to be, as opposed to allowing those to change the narrative. Um, but I would like for you to speak on you know, your frustration with the looters, um, because I think we're all I think we're all frustrated with them, that they are destroying our communities, destroying the limited resources that we already have in those communities. Um, You know, so I would like for you to speak on it for a little bit and, you know, just just express some of your frustrations as well, too. For sure. Well, yes, as a resident, born and raised Columbus, Ohio, as I mentioned, um, but I also lived in Chicago um, for almost six years. You know, I got work in mysterious ways. Darius and I were in Chicago at the same time. We didn't know each other. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Timing is everything. Um, So, you know, when I found out, um, I'll start with Chicago, when I found out that the looters were sort of being pushed towards the south side of Chicago. And for you guys that don't know, um, south side is majority of where black people live, mm-hmm. right? And the west side is your um, Hispanic community and the north side is predominantly uh, Caucasian. So when I like have learned and, and saw, you know, seen glimpses of the looters on the south side of Chicago, it just breaks my heart. Like, I really, like, I'm truly sad about it because, I mean, that's our, like, that's our neighborhood. Like, those are our houses. Those are our businesses, or at least that's where we shop if we don't own them. And so it's just like, you know, the saying of, this is why we can't have nothing nice. (laughs) right right because and it just feeds into the negative perceptions and stereotypes you know and and I think I have said this to you you know like the cops aren't going to be quick to come out there and you know protect and patrol that area because they're like well they just tearing up their own stuff right you know um but it's not everybody 
right? It's not every black person or any, you know, any other race, right? It's a, it's a select group of people. So it, it breaks my heart. Like I'm, I am genuinely sad because I get that people are angry. Like I'm angry, but why tear up our own? Like why, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, I have some thoughts and can, can sort of understand it from, you know, a psychological standpoint, but it's got to stop. And, you know, here in Columbus or Ohio, um, you know, it's the same. It's the same situation. You know, our, our politicians are being maced and, uh, you know, thriving businesses are, you know, being broken into. And, and I don't want to say for what, but I guess it is for what. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's not where we're going to make an impact or make a change. Right. Um, they're just going to continue to keep us in this box of, you know, being inferior and, you know, thugs or whatever else. So right. it's frustrating. Yeah. It's frustrating. Um, but I think, that's earlier when I was saying, like, we really got to be proactive. I think those people are being reactive. I think they're being influenced. And I think they're just being re- reckless. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, and I think they're, they are genuinely angry. Some, some of them are angry and they're kind of taking it out. And, and now they're taking advantage. Right. So um, it's just really unfortunate, again, given everything that's going on. You know that we 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 add this <laughs> to our laundry list of problems. I mean, people really have forgot that COVID nineteen is really a thing. Like I, so when I was saying like once Ohio opened up like two weeks ago, I was like, this first week of June that we're going into is going to be the make or break point because we're either going to see these cases either skyrocket. Or people are going to be like, hey, COVID-19 was bullshit. Um, I'm going out and kicking it. I'll see y'all, you know what I'm saying, at the club. Like, But with so many people that have been protesting day after day after day all across the country. Yo, if COVID-19, if people don't have COVID-19 in two weeks, if I don't have COVID-19 in two weeks, I'm going to take this garbage. Like, because... <laughs> Like, it's just so many people that we have so many issues that have been going, that has gone on traumatic this year. Like, geez, like, yeah. all right. But on a lighter note, uh, if somebody comes and approaches you with uh, something that you wanted from the looting at a 75% discount, would you buy it? <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, I'll get, you don't, you don't have to, you don't have to, you, you don't have to, I, I forget you you I forgot you are a, what's the name? You have uh you know, you are a, um, a professional and, you know, you can't give that you answer. You're a professional too. Yeah, that's why I'm not giving my answer on the air. You know, y'all not going to be able to use this against me. Y'all not going to be like, well, you just said on air that you would buy stolen property, sir. Yeah, no, nah, not going to do it. No, nah, don't do no. it. No, yeah, no. I mean, who doesn't like 75% off? I mean, come on now. Right. I mean, you know. But at the same time, no, nah, I'm not going to be part of that movement. Right. Not no. gonna be not gonna be part of the discount movement. Not at all. Right. Not all on right. duty. Not, not on, duty. on duty. All right. So last question. Um 
and then we'll go ahead and, and call it a night. We don't want to keep our people uh, too long, but like I say, just want to give them some some information to know that they're not alone and whatever they're thinking about, whatever they're going through, they're not alone. We are all going through it. Um, so with that being said, um, what would you suggest we do to help improve our mental health while we are still going through these riots in addition to COVID-19, in addition to supposedly living a normal life as, especially as an African-American, you're supposed to go to work, smile and not say anything. Um, you know, what are your suggestions or could you give us any like tips or whatnot to help us keep our sanity before we're all, you know, batshit crazy? <laughs> right. Let's not do that. Um, so in addition to kind of some of the things I've already mentioned, such as being proactive, so that could look like setting your boundaries, um, you know, not having the conversations, not watching the videos, engaging in true self-care. Like I always say, like self-care doesn't have to be you going on somebody's beach and drinking margaritas, even though I would love to be doing that right now. But it doesn't have to be that. It could simply be, you know, finding a quiet space to light a candle and take a long hot shower you know, or whatever kind of works for you, but, but um, taking care of yourself. Um, but other things that I would really encourage people to do um, in addition to that is I refuse to say or refuse to throw away 2020. I am standing on that. I am praying on that. Um, so I would just say two things. Be careful about the type of energy that you're around um, because the, all of this is contagious, right? Just like COVID-19, right? You can catch it. If you want to protest, protest, right? You know, if, but maybe find like, you know, the Columbus Urban League or grassroots organization or something and be a part of the solution, Right. But don't get kind of caught up in these Facebook comment wars. Right. And, you know, catch the bug of anxiety or, you know, rage or anything like that. Right. So kind of just be careful about the energy that you surround yourself with. Um, and then also take a break. Right. Like I said, I, I refuse to throw this year away. Um, I think Tomorrow is actually June 1st. We have a whole half of the year to go. And I think we just need to, we can, we can take breaks in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of this crisis, right? I'm not saying like go silent or, you know, ignore what's happening. No, but for yourself, right? For your, for your well-being, right? If you only want to talk about mental for your well-being, you need to take a break, right? And, and find moments of joy, find moments of peace. So, um, and be intentional about that, right? And be okay with that. Like, you know, today was really, really stressful. You know, I'm, I fought the cause, you know, um, but, you know, tomorrow, you know what? Me and Bay, we're going to do a date night. 
right? And we're going to laugh and, you know, we're just going to have a good time with each other, right? And then the next day we'll pick the fight back up, right? But just being really intentional on finding some moments of joy, finding um, times to kind of like tag out of, you know, the high emotionality of it. And that might just be not being on, you know, social media for a couple hours. I know with the pandemic, we've, we've started to live our lives on the internet, on Zoom and social media. Um, but check out for a couple, you know, for a couple minutes and, and, and be okay with that and rest in that. Um, and, and just keep going because none of us know when it's going to end, right? Um, so we got to prepare ourselves. We got to equip ourselves for the long haul, right? Like we, we're going to be going at this for a while. So we got to eat healthy. We got to work out. Um, we got to keep surrounded by good people. So I know that was a really long answer, <laughs> but, um, I just feel really passionate about it. Um, and I want people to know that, um, they can be okay. There is light and darkness. And so whatever, you know, works for you, um, use that. Like, but try to please find, find some moments of joy, right? Find some moments of relief. Mm-hmm. So even if it's just listening to, this is why we're single, right? Right. And that's, and that's, and that's why we had to actually come out and come with an episode this week. Um, this was a trying week on all of us. Um, and, you know, sometimes as a content creator, especially someone that puts out podcasts weekly, you know, you've got to, you know, you've got to put out content before you've even had the ability to process everything that's going on yourself. Like, you know, we owe it to our listeners to come out and give them a, a weekly podcast, but that doesn't mean that we've got all the answers, you know, and or we've had time to process and go through it. Um, it's definitely been a tough week for all of us. And, you know, it, it's I, I hope that this episode was informative to you. I hope that you learned something. I hope that, you know, most important, you know, you know that you're not alone in going through this. You know, I know that Sometimes it feels like the walls are closing in on us, you know, and I've had that feeling as well, too. And you just don't know what to do. Um, know that you're not alone. We're, we're all going through this together. We all are frustrated. You know, we all are tired. You know, there's so many, so many emotions that we're going on through that we're going through, especially with everything that's going on and has gone on this year. Um, so just know that you're not alone. Know that you have people out there um, that are willing to talk to you. You know, if you do find yourself in a situation where, you know, you feel like you're all alone, you know, find a professional to talk to. Find find someone that you can just have a shoulder to cry on. You don't know how therapeutic a good cry is, honestly. It's, it's amazing. Um, it's 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 absolutely amazing. So. Um, like I said, I'm not going to keep you guys for long. I know this is a little bit shorter than what we usually do, but Wait, I, I don't get no free game. You don't get you. You got free game. <laughs> nope. That just means I got to come back. That means you got to come back. We'll have you back. I absolutely have you back. Um, 
later. Um, this is not how I wanted to bring you on the show, but it's just, you know, we need, we needed you this week, Maria, like, like no bullshit. We, the people needed you this week. Um, we needed you, we needed what you were called to do. And, you know, I hope that, like I say, your words affect someone out there. If it, if it, if it helps one person in this episode is absolutely worth it. You know, I mean, we'll be back with free game and topics and questions. We'll be back with that. Absolutely. But this week, our people are hurting. Well, and I just want to say publicly on this platform, um, you know, I think I mentioned earlier that I'm just I'm so proud of you guys. Um, I'm proud of you um, for for wanting to do this, right? To mm-hmm. want to um, be helpful to other people. Um, Cause you could have just said, nope, we're not recording this week. And, you know, be in your own space and, you know, talk to me. Um, but this is really kind of where, where we make an impact. And so I, I think you're amazing. You are valued black man. And I just, I thank you and appreciate um, you and in, in the podcast for, for, for wanting to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, so you said, thank you to me. I thank you for, for the opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. and we will absolutely, you know, have you back on and I appreciate, you know, all of the, the kind words and, and, and the roses, you know, that's definitely been something that I think 2020 has, um, open my eyes to is that we need to give our people our roses. So I greatly appreciate when someone thinks that I'm deserving of, of, of some type of acknowledgement or some type of blessing. I absolutely greatly appreciate it. Um, oh, I do. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Let them know where they can find you at on your social media. For sure. Um, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Um, my Instagram name is underscore dr dot maria that's m-a-r-i-a i also have a facebook page um with dr maria um or my um sort of full other page is maria houston um i think both on instagram and facebook there's the email tab so i gotta stop saying just dm me you know because i don't want to invite you know other people mm-hmm. <laughs> but, right. we, don't um, want, we don't want no problems over here we don't want no problems no no um, but you can shoot me an email. Um, you know, if you have a question, you know, you can put it in the direct messenger. Um, but, uh, yeah, please connect with me. Um, follow me. I try to really just put out some good vibes, good energy for sure. Um, so yeah, I love to connect with people. And then you also are dropping something this week. Am I not correct? Oh. Snap exclusive, exclusive. Yes, I am. So, uh, this was Mental Health Awareness Month, and so I've kind of created, um, I put a couple of like repos, but for the most part, all of it was my own sort of development in terms of like quotes and things like that. Um, so three of the posts. Um, they're all up there on, on my Instagram and Facebook will be turned into apparel. And so that should be coming this week. So 
like I said, if you follow me at underscore dr.maria, um, you can you can get that. So yeah. I, uh, I had the one shirt um, that I launched, Black History Month, Healing is the New Black, you know. And uh, it got some really good feedback. So I'm hoping that um, uh, these quotes will kind of inspire and encourage people in the same way. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, you hear the, hear the helicopters going going over like we're in like we're in LA. Like it's boys in the uh-huh. hood. You hear the, hear the helicopters going overhead. So crazy time to be alive. But um thank you, Bay, so much for being on the program. Um we greatly appreciate it. Um, plus we got to bring you back cause we got to have you, you do your free game intro, um, and all that. So you already know how that goes, but, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode. We pray that, you know, you guys reach some sort of peace, um, in the next couple of days as we all go through, uh, these traumatic times, um, you know, whatever you have to do to find peace. Uh, whether that's praying, whether that's solitude, whether that's keeping yourself busy. I hope that you take some time out for self-care more so now than ever um, this next couple of days. Uh, We greatly appreciate all of you guys um, that listen and tune us every single weekend, uh, or week I should say. Um, You guys know you can follow us on our social media platforms at Linktree uh, slash That's Why We're Single. That's L-I-N. K-T-R period E-E slash that's why we're single. Um, and then without further, I guess that's it. I'm I'm, I'm drained, guys. I am. But I'm going to get some rest. It's late. I got to edit this podcast so you guys can get it at midnight. But we are out of here. Um, on behalf of Dre with an A, um, on behalf of Ellie to the O-N, um, it's your man DB. And I have with me. Dr. Maria. All right. And that's why we're single, even though the two of us aren't. But that's why we're single. What about we you? We are not single. We he are is not, not single. I am not, not single. Not at all. <laughs> Y'all gave all that advice. <laughs> Y'all niggas is still single. <laughs>